1: Hello and welcome to the podcast panel show that wants to do the right thing in any situation. For example, what is the right way to watch Paddy (laughs) McGuinness? Through the telescopic sight of a loaded sniper rifle. (laughs) We're coming at you today from the Pleasance in Edinburgh. I'm Danielle Ward and with me trying to do the right thing... Ah, he's a vegan who loves Doctor Who. No, not that prick you're thinking of. It's Michael Legg! <laughs> <laughs> and with him, she's like a cross between Tinkerbell and a crack-addicted single mum. It's Lucy Porter. <laughs> and on my right, she appears on the Now Show as regularly as their joke... <laughs> it's Margaret Cable Smith And with her, he's like a shaved eagle Staring into your soul Willing you to die It's Simon Munnery Well, we're two minutes closer to the end of the world But before we get there We have to play The Importance of Being Right Be important like a misogynist troll in a cyber field full of feminists, I've run into some trouble online. In this round, I'm going to present each team with a problem and they must tell me what is the right thing to do according to that wasp's nest of knowledge the internet. So, Margaret and Simon, you've been invited to a cocktail party aboard the Orient Express. It's to show off their new menu and all the TV greats will be there. Greg Wallace other people. (laughs) It's too fancy for your shitty wardrobe so you've borrowed your friend's very expensive handmade evening gown. But uh uh-oh, the train screeches to an abrupt halt and half your Merlot ends up near the gusset area. After having it dry clean, the stain still hasn't come out and the dress is ruined. But what is the best way to break bad news?
2: According to (laughs)
1: UK.askmen.com
2: What's this evening gown that's got a gusset? <laughs>
3: <laughs> why
1: is yeah, Simon so wearing it? I, I, I uh, <laughs> the gusset area. That was a
2: surprise. Uh, <laughs> 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 Have
1: you but... ever borrowed something and ruined it? I don't think
2: I've ever borrowed anything and not ruined
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in the gusset <laughs> area. <laughs>
4: I borrowed my friend Nikki's green silk crossover top and I adored it. And I never wanted to give it back. And I kept saying, Oh, yeah, I'll give it back to you next time I see you. And then we sort of forgot about it. And then I wore it on Have I Got News for You? And she saw the broadcast in question. And uh, then I gave it back to her. And it ha- because it's quite scary doing, you know, things. And it, it, it did have a, a Salty. crust of salt. <laughs>
2: In the gusset area. In the gusset area.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I tried to give it back to internet. it's fine. I think it was probably because I didn't do very well on Have I got news for you and she thought it's, it's stank of failure.
1: <laughs> when I went on mock the week, the wardrobe lady sewed those sweat captures into my armpits. <laughs> into your armpits
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's all Frankenstein shit. Isn't it? Is that
4: <laughs> well, they make you wear sleeves on Have I Got News for You? Oh, no, no, on... They make you
3: wear sleeves. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm not up, the weak. <laughs> they, they do, they said, because I was going to wear a sleeveless thing, and they said, no, no, we insist on sleeves
3: <laughs> to hide
1: the self harm scarves.
0: <laughs> you do have quite a few sectarian tattoos. <laughs>
1: Simon, have you ever ruined an outfit with food?
5: No, no, I've only improved them. (laughs) That's how I roll. I mean, literally.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because one of my questions is, have you ever tried to give someone bad news and got it wrong? But that seems like it could end up in a bad place. Mm. So...
4: I've got, well, yeah, I've got a terrible one of those, which is in no way funny. Where, um, I have very low blood pressure. This is an aside, but, um, I, if I stand up too quickly, then I will quite often faint. And it was my first year at university, I was living in Hall's residence, and my room was next to the payphone. Payphone went one morning, I leapt out of bed, answered the payphone, and it was, uh, the girl down the corridor's mum to say her dad had. Died suddenly, and she had to return told to you. Ireland. Told me over the oh phone and God. said, Will you break the news? Uh. Oh my God! What a and terrible so, mother. I, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> a terrible mother. But I took the phone call and kind of went, Oh yeah, that's absolutely fine. And then suddenly I felt the colour drain from my face. <laughs> and I fell over onto the phone and gashed my face open. And then kind of everyone heard the clattering and sort of people came out and they picked me up and went, Oh my God, are you okay? And of course, then breaking bad news yeah. <laughs> with, when, a bleeding... with a bleeding face going listen don't worry about this your dad's dead <laughs> <laughs> well you know in of those situations where you go I've been the biggest twat of all time like could you I really
0: not really did steal
1: focus <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah sorry is... An- anybody got a funny
2: story <laughs> <laughs> My friend, when she was crying about her granny having just died, her boyfriend proposed to try and cheer her (laughs) (laughs) up. That's not what you want. (laughs) Just tell people bad news during sex. That is a good idea. Or get them in a headlock first. (laughs) (laughs) Both. (laughs) That's usually how I start sex. So look
1: out, guys. <laughs> you must have had to break some bad news, Michael.
3: <laughs>
0: I remember I'd phoned my agent once to tell her I had to tell her I had to cancel a gig because I'd broken my arm. And she said, Oh, what happens? So I got hit by a Vespa scooter. And then she said, What colour was it? <laughs> I said, Why? She went, I'm thinking of buying one. I was like,
2: Sounds your agent wants to kill you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Margaret and Simon, uh, the simplified question. Mm, Should you sex. try and
2: hedge... <gasps> Simon's <laughs> very stupid.
5: Get in there. <laughs>
2: Should you
1: try and hedge the bad news with a more positive comment, even if it's made up? For example, your hair looks lovely. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I run over your cat. <laughs> do you
5: think? Yeah, you're just looking at some sort of eternal truth. We're all going to die. Your dad's gone first. (laughs) (laughs) No, advertising does not work.
2: No.
1: Your answer is no way of...
2: Don't bother couching it. Well, let's go over to
1: producer Ben, who has the actual answers.
6: Well, Margaret and Simon are right. Don't couch it. Hedging the bad news with something that's not true in order to make your friend and yourself feel better undermines the point of breaking bad news in the first place. Uh, It's human nature to want to make a person feel better, but it's not always the right thing to do. Give your friend a brief verbal warning that you're about to drop a bomb on them. I think it's an American website. Um, By saying... (laughs) By saying, you might want to sit down or I have something serious to tell you. So, point to
1: Margaret and Simon. Yay! Michael and Lucy, it's your turn now. It's your joint best friend's birthday. You've not bought her a present yet and the party starts in just five hours. You both go for a stroll along the beach to clear your heads and work out if she prefer Keith Lemon the movie on DVD or a urinary tract infection. <laughs> Luckily, you have access to both. Unfortunately, all this thinking means you've strayed from the pebbles and onto the mudflats and you are sinking fast. Plus, you've left your phones in the car. What (laughs) nobbers! So what is the right way to escape from quicksand according to the Worst Case Scenario Survival Handbook? Any
0: time I've ever seen someone getting out of quicksand, Mm -hmm. normally they've screamed for help. Is that not an answer? (laughs) (laughs) What about the kindness of strangers?
1: (laughs) Have you ever been stuck somewhere that scared you?
0: Um. (laughs) Existence? I haven't enjoyed any
5: of that.
1: (laughs) Do you like going walking, Simon?
5: Do I like walking? Yeah. Well, while you still can.
2: (laughs) That that sounded like a threat.
5: (laughs) Everything I say sounds like a threat. (laughs) But on reflection will turn out to be um, a comment about my own weakness. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I, I walk. I walk a lot. I got my second cab today of the festival. Second cab. I told the cab driver that as well.
1: Was he impressed? He
5: treasured my money. <laughs> <laughs> Some so were just jumping cabs. Not, not me. I tease them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how did you? How did you tip? What? I <laughs> mean. Do you tip? Do
1: you
5: I tip? have done. Often do, but um, I didn't. <laughs> he gave me a reduction.
1: Really? Yeah. See, Scottish cab
4: drivers will often round it down, okay. and then I feel that guilt of the oh, English person, and I go, I'm sorry for everything uh, we've done, have £10.
5: I'm over that. <laughs> <laughs> I once, a taxi driver, uh, back when they had Scottish £1 notes, we didn't have £1 notes. The change, was meant to be a fiver at least back, but it was, he gave me the Scottish £1 note. And I knew it was deliberate. Even after, just, just as he drove off, I looked at him and went, oh. I, you, you rely on the, the police and the ambulance service, but for me, taxis uh, <laughs> are the third emergency service <laughs> once you lose your faith in them.
4: So if you're drowning in quicksand, call a Scottish taxi driver. <laughs> That, is, that's
5: what I'm saying. That's, you know? yes. that's
4: the correct answer. The thing I love about taxi drivers in Edinburgh is you always say during the festival, say, I always say, you seen anything in the festival? Every time, well, me and the wife went to see the ladyboys of Bangkok. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing taxi drivers have ever seen. <laughs> like they're all slightly bicurious. That's it's the way into being an Edinburgh taxi driver.
5: I, I, it's probably, a, you know, a function of their profession. <laughs> sitting crushed up like that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Turns you bisexual.
4: <laughs> their penises are between their legs the whole time, so they're like, I might be able to well, turn you. Just
5: be honest, into... um, I don't know if you much the, about the male anatomy, to you? But, uh, <laughs> uh, most uh, men, uh, their penises are so rough, like rough. I won't rough know, things, know, I won't, know. I won't, know. I won't believe uh, it. Our penises, that's where they're, they're, they're standing, they sort of hack.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it'd be brilliant if this is then. where yeah where you found out it was just no, you just me or everyone, else <laughs> I, everyone else is sat around I, their belly button I don't know about the rest
5: of them but I'm not permanently erect uh, <laughs> I find most of the world unerotic <laughs> and spectacularly so <laughs> come on world put some
2: effort in answered that. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
4: okay, I'll
2: simplify it. I'm uh, going to
4: go for a serious answer. Oh. Well, the thing from Bunty Annuals, where this was a common problem, there were girls in the 1950s uh, always seemed to get themselves stuck in quicksand, and the uh, the, the solution was, as the four Marys discovered. Uh, was that you... <laughs> that is now a gay tribute act, but it was a, uh, it was a thing, the former. And uh, yeah, you, you don't panic is the main thing. You, you spread yourself out as much as you can. You occupy as much surface area as possible. Because uh, that's then good
5: advice in life generally.
1: <laughs> ben, is Lucy at all close?
5: Lucy is at all close, yes. Uh,
6: OK, so according to the Worst Case Survival Handbook, the adhesive quality of quicksand increases with shearing motion of your legs moving. So move slowly to keep the viscosity as low as possible. You're more buoyant in quicksand than you are in water, so trying to float on your back by spreading your arms and legs is the best way to avoid its clutches. Point to Lucy. Um, But when walking in quicksand country, carry a stout pole. It will help you get out should you need to, and I guess in this scenario, one of you could use the other one as a pole. Maybe. (laughs) It's uh, happened before.
1: (laughs) So points to Lucy. Hey. 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 Take it. Thank you,
4: Bunty.
1: (laughs) At the end of that round, the points are even.
4: (laughs) Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan,
7: who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
0: Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right?
1: As the projectionist said before screening Johnny Depp's The Lone Ranger, it's time for some agony! (laughs) This is the round in which the panel solved problems brought to them by the audience. But to get their agony auntie juices flowing, I'm first going to test their skills with a real-life agony aunt letter. Michael, can you please read it out?
0: I definitely can. Dear agony aunt, I've been with my girlfriend for five years now, but last month... I did a horrible thing. I snooped at the files on her laptop. On there, I found a recent letter written to a guy she had met years before we knew each other. She included an email address I had never seen before for him to contact her on. So, I decided to write to her pretending to be him. (laughs) Just to see what her intentions were. In her reply, she told this guy she had been searching for him for years. That she'd like to catch up with him for... A (laughs) chit-chat. And that she was not married, no partner. Boo. (laughs) So, do I trust this girl? Or is she doing the dirty on me? What should I do, please help?
3: Uh, What a
0: fucking (laughs)
1: moron. Simon and Margaret. What should this poor man do?
2: Oh, poor man. Poor man. Poor, poor moron.
1: <laughs> have you ever snooped on anybody? Um,
2: yes, constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that so bad? <clears throat> I have to keep on top of my boyfriend's uh, taxes. Um, and does he know that you do this? Well, yes. Yeah, because... Oh, I was about to say because he'd be in prison if I didn't. Shall I just say that? Oh, fuck him. <laughs> Simon.
3: <coughs>
5: <laughs> well, I have read, uh, I've read three girls' diaries in my life. Have you? God, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> my dad my dad
0: found my diary from when I was 15 he found it a few years ago and the first thing he said was I haven't read it
3: <laughs>
0: he had read it and it wasn't even a diary it was more of a wank calendar
3: <laughs> it was just
0: Wank, 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 wank. What b- misplaced childhood by Merillian? Wank, wank,
5: wank, wank. You, you, you down your wank? wrote down. You actually wrote that. Yeah. A great. What is not in hands. Not just like just numbers with a sort of cross through every. <laughs> no, <laughs> wank, no wank, I, took, I took it very seriously. Uh...
1: Did you note down what you were wanking to? Yes. Merillian. Uh, <laughs>
2: Did you, but like, um, as I understand it, when, uh, when you wank, like, people come, just come into your head, did you sort of make notes of? <laughs> <laughs> I love, as I understand it, oh, when God. you
4: wank. That's a...
5: Having I, spoken to the males.
0: <laughs> Maybe when you wank, people come <laughs> in your head. People tend to leave the room when I do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you leave the room? That's really polite I, I normally get a rip of applause.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you have a set idea before you start?
0: <laughs> or just, just I, go I, with I that? that sort of yeah, it's, it's Just like my stand up, I've a few notes that I've made and I will try and hit the target. I always forget the minute the you?
2: end. <laughs> Never finished once. <laughs> no. But, yeah, but you, not you did. My did, wanks did you? rambling.
4: You have a callback to an earlier yeah, wank yeah. that you did.
0: Uh... Yeah. Then there's
5: a bit with a prop. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Could
1: Some we the raise young...
5: the tone a little?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go over to producer Ben, who has the actual agony aunt answer.
6: Can I simplify first, to just to say, did they say uh, stay with her or
5: leave
2: her? She hasn't done anything wrong, has she? She Whoops! fucking has, you dickhead! Oh, yeah, you would think that!
5: <laughs> She's been in contact with a rival male. Yeah.
2: And has an email that this man hasn't paid attention to. And denied having a partner. Oh, uh, yeah.
4: Yeah, she that wants
2: chit
5: chat. <laughs> we know what that means. Yeah. Woman language. Yeah. <laughs> she wants a big gossip. <laughs>
3: No, I confront
2: don't. her and lure her over to the laptop and point at what's on it, and then snap it a shot on her fingers, and then um, and then they'll be even. Like a pretty woman.
1: Let's go to producer Ben, who has the actual answer.
6: Okay, this is what the agony aunt said. Sadly, I think the answer is simple. No, you can't trust this girl, and yes, she probably is doing the dirty on you. The fact she isn't honest in an email with another man suggests a complete lack of respect for you and the relationship. You have a right to feel boo about this. (laughs) Tell her what you've done. Yes, it's dishonest, but her behaviour is on your suspicion, and rightly so. If she's remorseful, then maybe, just maybe, she's caught up in the attention of it all rather than anything else. But if she tries to shift all the blame on you and comes up with excuses, then I suggest you get out quick. See what I said. So, no points all round. Oh. No points.
1: Well, now you've learnt how a real agony aunt does it, let's see how you cope with some problems from tonight's audience. Is Sarah Lewis in the audience? There's Sarah Lewis. Right, Sarah's problem is I think the guy I wait for the bus with is in love with me, but I'm not interested. Oh. Oh.
0: What's the problem then? <laughs> You have to take public transport, is that?
7: (laughs) Because he seems like a really nice young man, I just don't want to like break his heart. Are you are you in a relationship at the moment? No, but I'm just not interested. What's wrong with him? Nothing is wrong with him. No, what's wrong with him? (laughs) 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 Details. He wear, I mean, he wears quite bad trainers. <laughs>
0: really. What a fucking evil cunt. <laughs> how long do you, how often do you see him and how long for
7: I see him practically every day, Monday to Friday, Wait for the bus. I live in a village where the bus is usually late, so you stand next to him for about 20 minutes every day. So passes. he lives in the village as well? Yes.
4: Oh, this is getting um, more awkward, yeah. isn't it?
7: Does he know your mum? <laughs> 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 what village is this? It's just outside Stratford upon Avon. And why do you think Shakespeare? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> true.
2: True. Yeah. Um,
5: That'll be the answer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs>
5: I believe, I believe it says in 12th uh, Night, um, <laughs> if the man ye be waiting for a stop-off bus is <laughs> not someone you want to be one of us, <laughs> tell him to go forth. Yeah.
2: Mm. Sounds right. more like well, Roger McGough.
4: <laughs> in true Shakespearean style, what you should do is disguise yourself as a boy. <laughs> And say, prithee, sir, I, uh, <laughs> I cannot marry thee, for I am one of thine own
1: kind. <laughs> Except, of course, now they can. It's fine. Yeah. It's good. can uh, a can of
2: worms, yeah. Lucy.
1: Next time he asks you what you've been doing at the weekend, you say, I've been having sex with a lady. <laughs> or Michael Legg.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Get Michael Legg to tell to I'm really tell good him. at
0: it. <laughs> I've never had a complaint. <laughs>
5: They're all dead. <laughs> I think you should marry him.
2: Michael Legg or bus stop
5: boy. Basically it's it's not gonna get better than that.
4: (laughs) How much if if it loves
5: you, marry it. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows, you might be able to trade up later.
7: (laughs) Sarah, who has been most helpful with that problem? Um, I don't know, I feel a bit sorry for Lucy from earlier on about what she said, so I'm just
4: oh, going to say thank Lucy. thank you. <laughs> I'll take that point, I'm very happy to have
1: that. Is, uh, is born here? Is, hello, we've got... So born's problem is, my girlfriend shoves her finger in my mouth every time I yawn. It's annoying, I just want to yawn. <laughs> so so she's a brilliant
4: problem. H- how long
1: have you been going out with your girlfriend?
3: About two and a half years.
1: And have you told her you don't like it?
3: Yeah, like every time.
1: Is it her engagement finger she puts in? <laughs>
5: <laughs> you, you from Northern Ireland, somewhere? Yeah. Is she from Northern Ireland as well? Yeah. It's probably Northern Ireland thing.
3: It's. A- <laughs> it, is, it is.
5: It is. It's definitely. What uh, the cure for that is? Definitely,
0: just be sick.
3: <laughs> I almost did once, and I, I didn't really put her off.
4: She sounds like a bitch.
3: Oh, yeah, Is she she's a dog. Like,
5: yeah. <laughs> you see, I try to put my finger in her mouth and then she just bites it and, like, leaves a mark. Oh. So I'll I, tell you what penis vagina. that <laughs> <laughs> that teach teacher?
2: <laughs> every time he yawns. <laughs> Does she wash up? Has she got clean hands? I uh, hope so. But you know how sometimes your hands um, smell like your <laughs> bum? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow, I thought I'd revealed too much.
0: Is she boring? Is that why you keep yawning?
2: (laughs) You build a sort of cupboard around your face. uh, (laughs) Shut the door when you want to yawn.
3: I'm really bad at DIY. Uh, (laughs) You
2: sound like you'd already thought of that.
0: (laughs) Go on. You know, it's polite, it's good manners even, to put your hand over your mouth when you yawn. Uh... Oh,
5: he's it, hit the nail on I'm just saying,
0: yeah.
3: she's Good making
5: fault. a point, young man.
3: He's yours,
4: yeah, that's
1: it. I but her
5: thought. point is actually ruder than his point. <laughs> he it? started it.
1: <laughs>
5: this is how fights start, isn't it? Yeah. Who would have thought two people from Northern Ireland wouldn't get on?
0: Something <laughs> so utterly trivial.
5: It's a sectarian divide.
0: <laughs> she has every right to put her finger in that area. <laughs> yeah. Every right.
1: Um, Vaughan, who gave you the best advice?
3: Uh, I think Michael right. I should probably start covering my
1: mouth.
2: Carbud, carbud.
1: Thank you very much, Vaughan. Um, OK, let's check the scores with producer Ben. I'm
6: going to have to shout them. It's one to
1: Margaret and Simon and three to Michael and Lucy. Oh, that's yeah. all the The agony is over. Now it's once again time to ask the expert. Ask, 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 ask,
3: ask. ask, ask, ask,
1: ask you. In this round, I ask our panel to put themselves in the stinky shoes of an expert and walk a mile without getting bunions, which is another way of saying they have to second guess what our expert thinks is the right thing to do in extreme situations. So please welcome today's expert, Head Chef Michael Prentice. <laughs> chef Ooh. what restaurant are you head chef of
6: First Coast Dalry Road
1: do you case for vegans at your restaurant
0: what are they
3: <laughs>
0: you're going to fucking not. find out in a minute mate
1: <laughs> well right panel in a moment you're going to have to second guess what Mike says he would do in some restaurant kitchen based scenarios but before then you've got a minute or two to ask him some questions and get to know him a little bit better
0: I've got a question about cookery <laughs> why did you know that there's a Christmas dinner flavoured pot noodle <laughs> and have you ever made anything more depressing than a Christmas dinner flavoured pot noodle
5: <laughs> no,
0: no. <laughs> to be honest
2: earlier on you were saying that you had some knives with you which I presume you I use do. for your cooking they're kinking. in my
5: bag just over there
2: um, do you ever have cause to use a gun During cooking,
5: (laughs) (laughs) not really. We don't do the bang bang chicken and mug. Hey!
2: Uh, Let's let's stop there. We're not stopping that, guys.
0: What's the worst thing that you've done to someone's dinner? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Go on. Yeah, you have
2: to answer. All right, what's the third worst thing?
0: (laughs) what I meant what he, uh, 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 uh,
6: he can't say this because this is part of one of the scenarios
1: How uh, oh, for fuck's sake you
6: fucked
5: already yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right let's have the first. Oh, 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 I'll the first can I ask
5: him another question yeah? oh
1: god then right like,
5: chefs they are either fat or thin <laughs>
2: what's going on <laughs> Chefs yes the same as
6: gods <laughs> <laughs> called, uh...
2: you're good
1: you're middly
6: Um, medley Medley. let's
1: I'm going to ask a question it is New Year's Eve and your restaurant is full to bursting in the kitchen you're slicing up the pumpkin for your Sri Lankan pumpkin and chickpea curry when one of your sous chefs knocks a massive pan on the floor you're so distracted you slice off the side of your finger and blood starts spurting out what would Mike do in this situation blue plaster Nice I've worked in kitchens <laughs> uh, You'd stick on a blue
4: plaster and carry on regardless because it come It's off? Christmas Eve yeah. End of the fingers, come off
0: I think he'd just laugh it off
2: he <laughs> <laughs> just grow another one really quickly
5: <laughs> Was it Christmas at the beginning of this?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not the show
1: It's New Year's Eve I was close wasn't
2: I? Yeah, You, were, you were
1: attention
5: like, Someone cuts their finger off what, if a chef, does it matter what day of the year it is <laughs> if you're a chef and you cut? Yeah, your because off. if
2: it was Halloween, you might make a feature of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> ever, I was once cutting a um, a bat and I had it on my hand and I was cutting through. It went straight through my hand.
5: Oh, it's yeah. going back nicely. <laughs> <laughs> do,
1: you, um, do you use the blue plasters, Mike?
5: Well, obviously you've worked Can in you... kitchens
6: before. You see the blue plasters, but there's mm. never a blue plaster in the area. No. Yeah. So you get thermal tape.
4: Oh, awesome.
6: and cling film. Oh, and
5: that works. However, there's a problem when you put your hand under the grill because obviously it conducts heat. <laughs> it just goes straight to your finger. But it stays on.
1: How bad an injury does it have to be before you go to hospital? If fingers come off, I
3: mean, <laughs>
6: goes. It, it, it depends yeah. how much of the finger. Oh. Ah! S- side of the fingers off, anything below the nail. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs>
1: Number two. It's a lovely summer evening and the restaurant is
2: full. Someone's going to complain about this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> One customer is proving particularly tiresome, constantly badgering their waiter and sending back their roast aubergine starter for containing too many pine nuts. They order the hake with crispy polenta and red pepper relish. However, when it arrives, they complain. About it, the polenta's too crispy, the red pepper isn't red enough, they want it remade to their liking. What would Mike do? Mm. Margaret, have you ever sent food back from a restaurant because you Mm. didn't
2: like it? I know, precisely because I'm properly terrified of people putting their penis in my soup (laughs) and whatever.
1: Specifically Um, the uh, penis. (laughs) A penis in your head? Well, it's the
2: worst bit, isn't
1: it?
5: No, no, it isn't.
2: In fact, a friend of mine—he um, had this salad and he said there was a seed in it that didn't taste of anything, and he was really, uh, it was his really own freaked penis. out.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, oh stuff. God! <laughs> what am I doing?
2: <laughs> um, he's a very well-meaning, nice man, but even he was like—he he, he called the waiter over and said, "What is this?" Um, And the waiter said, oh, I I don't know, and he took a forkful of it and went back to the kitchen, came back and said, yeah, I'm sorry, it's soil. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a salad, it was salad that just hadn't been washed properly, but my friend paid for that, ate it and paid for it. Didn't kick up a fuss, and I'm sort of like that. That's a good mm. question. Like,
5: do you despise customers?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I remember ordering like, a vegetarian, whatever it was, from some restaurant, and they brought it over to me, and there was ham on it—a big bit of ham, <laughs> like a, probably like a gammon steak. And I was like, "Oh no, I ordered the vegetarian thing." Now it had potatoes on it—just yeah. potatoes and a gammon steak. <laughs> like, oh, we're sorry. We'll we'll get you the vegetarian thing and then brought it back, and it was a vegetarian thing, but the potatoes now had little bits of tuna on it.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, no, and the, and the, the waitress just went, well, I'll take it back, but you know that was made specially for you.
1: <laughs> um, Michael's vegan. If he came to you and asked for a dish with the cream removed, would you do that?
7: From what or dish would are talking you? With
1: talk the cream removed? Or would, or would you in it <laughs> and then, eat, then yeah. take it I, know.
2: That's That's
7: very I think we're creaming
1: it, and he says, can you take the cream out? Does that annoy you? Not if people... it's
6: already in it. We can't really take it out. I'm
5: you know? not fucking Heston Alumenthal, you know what I mean? can't really There's extract things. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> that will be a great dish. You bring it on with loads of cream and then, and then you take the cream out. It's a kind of a, was it, a, a homeopathic cream. It was there, it's gone now. <laughs> Nostalgia of <for> a cream. <laughs>
1: Mike, what would you actually do in this situation with your fussy customer?
5: You can't presume that the customer's always right. It's a, it's a common myth. You can. You can.
1: sorry, you can. Customers are dick.
6: They're, they're not always right. I'm sorry, they're not. No, it's annoying when everyone comes in the restaurant and they automatically think they're
2: a fucking food critic. So, maybe just... Penis time.
1: F- <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, expert Mike. Now, before you go, would you like to plug your restaurant again?
6: Would I like to plug it? Yeah. What does that mean?
1: (laughs) Advertise. Advertise it. Would you like to tell us what it's called?
6: First Coast.
1: And how good is it?
6: Oh, it's banging.
1: (laughs) Expert Head Chef Michael Prentice! Now, before we hit the final round, let's see what the scores are, producer Ben.
6: Margaret and Simon have got one still, but Michael and Lucy have got four!
1: Round is so wrong, it's right. Hopefully, it's do the wrong thing. by telling me what is the wrong thing to do in each situation the winner gets a kettle and the loser a photograph of a horse both items were given to me by my parents on my 18th birthday (laughs) (laughs) and that is a true fact. here's the first wrong thing your new lover dies while you're having sex what is the wrong
2: thing to do wait for rigor mortis to set in and finish yourself up (laughs) (laughs) sorry Think
4: not tell its owner that it died immediately. uh, Couch it in some good news. (laughs)
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You
1: are the king of the seagulls. What is the wrong thing to do? King of the seagulls. King of the seagulls. King of the seagulls. Thank
5: you. uh, Not not everyone's noticed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, certainly they decorate me most mornings.
1: you find Lord Lucan hiding in a cupboard, what's the wrong thing to do? Uh, Go, ah, you killed your nanny, thought you killed your wife. (laughs) 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 You're approaching St. Peter at the gates of heaven, what is the wrong thing to do? Uh, (laughs) Wank him
5: off. A sin.
1: (laughs) Any what, kind of sin at point? that
5: point, you know. I mean, you're nearly there, aren't you? <laughs> uh, uh. Just gonna cover an ox right in front of him. <laughs> there might be an ox who's drifting yeah. by. Or, oh, look at that ox. <laughs> Sorry, downstairs.
1: <laughs> uh,
5: uh.
1: As a tour guide on a pier might say, this is the end. Producer Ben, what the final scores?
6: Well, Michael and Lucy still have four, but Margaret and Simon have now got five.
1: Yeah! <laughs> well done, Margaret and Simon. Thanks for listening to the show. Goodbye. <laughs> Do the right thing, Peter. You support Simon Murray, Margaret Cable Smith, Michael Leg, expert guest head chef, expert guest head chef Michael Francis and me, Danielle Ward. I'm <laughs> the host and producer, Ben we've got script together with extra material from David Reed in the music. Thanks to the pleasers for having us and to Zoe Fab, such as Catherine and Johnny Ingall for helping out. Do the right thing in the cross production for the internet.